with uh, this discussion <laughs> we were having. Who wins? Who wins, Victor? Who wins? Eklund or uh, Fedor if they play a race to 110 ball? I think could, I think it's in for gone sure, but, uh, <laughs> but I would uh, bet on Fedor if the match happens. All right. And then how many games would you give the winner to, to get the same action? <laughs> <laughs> He's actually thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> How many games? That's good. We, we yeah, this is good. We, do you? Th well, let's let's see how uh, you gauge your game against them. How many games do you think you could give, or how many games do you think you'd need to get to play the uh, both of them? Hmm. I mean, I don't want to get some games. I just would love to. Uh, be ready to play them even one day. You know? There you go. Good answer. Good answer. Don't take don't take spots. Play them when you're ready to play them. All right, yeah, Molina Mike's. I'll, Mike's I'll over gladly here. fucking <laughs> take Wichter in some games. What are you talking about? He needs some games on the wire. He need to get two of the no. big ten ball breakers no. on earth, man. Right now, be one of those guys. That's the better right answer. I'll wait till I wait. I'll wait till I am one of those guys, and I'll take both of them apart. That's the answer you want to hear. Wichter, why don't you ask Jimmy who his top players are, Wichter? Why don't you ask Jim that? We can start there, Jim. <clears throat> we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You're, you're, obviously to... still, you're, you're confused after Vegas. It's boiled your head, obviously. It's true. Wichter knows it was a long <laughs> event, man. I mean, like... Going for me, there is no point to get games if you want to become better. You know what I mean? Uh, if you want to get better, you can't take yeah. the sweet. You do know what you mean. Correct. Is handicap pool yeah, a thing in Poland? Do they have a lot of handicaps? Victor, did you hear that? I mean, there are some handicap tournaments of handicap, but I'm trying not to play with them. Uh, beginners, not for the pro players. Pro players in Poland don't play tournaments with so handicap. Like, so like Jim. Uh oh. Now we got. Are we about to have, a, have we got? Have we, have we got a world champion in the in the chat? Look at <laughs> that. Oh my God. We got a world champion. Hey. Already just trying to connect to. My well, I have a world champion Just connection. Just give me technology stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Hi. Oh, so many of you. Hi, guys. Having a nice chat so far? Oh. Look at the smile on that guy's oh. face. I bet you that smile's been on there for the last 36 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the smile doesn't way. come up for the last couple of days, that's for sure. <laughs> So now you picked the perfect time to join in. We were just talking if uh, Eklund and uh, Fader would actually play. Who who do we like? So now you get oh, the, the fun. Is that the perfect timing then to put me in a tough spot? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I couldn't. Well, you're apparently, apparently you're the, yeah. You're, you're the I'm just saying. I I should admit it because this is basically world. what I'm playing for to show up on your podcast, Nate. Dream come true. Dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dream come <laughs> You know, you know, you know, wow. you've made it when you're on the queue up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, Jim, I think you know. Ultimate goal. 
<laughs> I think you know you've made it. I think you know you made it when the reigning world 10 ball champion is saying that his his career is made when he gets onto the podcast. I think that's vice versa. Once again, what did he say? Nothing important. Nothing important. Hey, Jim, have some respect. Hey, I want to know, you champions, how old you each are? Uh, me, me, I'm 20, still 27. Soon to be 28 in a couple months. Okay. Is that Victor, young or old? Because Victor, I cannot really make up 21. my mind. I'm 21. 21. Oh, boy. You would just be able I to drink in the United States then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Las Vegas just become, has become a dangerous spot for this guy. <laughs> yeah, because now I can lose all my money in the casino. I could lose all the 30k <laughs> which they won in the casino. Yeah, okay, guys, but I don't want to spoil a nice discussion. There was some uh, that's pretty interesting topic actually. I could see it going on on uh, Facebook. Some, well, does it count as a trash talk between uh, Fedor and and Eklund? And uh, was it more about that, or was it more about who who's a better player and who do you like, guys? Both. Do you think it's a match that should even be talked about going ahead? Uh, well, uh, it would definitely be very interesting. I actually don't, had no idea there's some tension between those two guys. Uh, really, that that kind of surprised me. I mean, they are, they don't really have similar personalities, that's for sure. Uh, but then it, it really looked like there is some tension. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, both are great, great players. That's for sure. Uh, for for sure, me personally, I get along better with Fedor. I also have like he's one of my favorite players in the tour. I have huge respect for him, for him. I respect many players, but he, to me, Fedor is in special in a way, in a good way. Uh, yeah, uh, also feel sorry that he cannot compete. But where, wherever he's competing right now, in all the, all the tournaments, he's doing just amazing. It's it's uh, he's so professional. Such a great oh, he's player. Playing against players like me, of course he better be. Yeah, you better be prepared. You better be prepared. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, you better be winning. <laughs> yeah, you better, you be better winning be winning also. <laughs> Otherwise, you lose all your sponsors. I was going to say, when you're playing against players like Nate, you're either winning or you're retiring. <laughs> yeah, no, no other, no third option. <laughs> no other options. Or, yeah. or drinking uncontrollably. We have a lot of great, great U.S. players who. Uh, you know, play really good, but they're just alcoholics at all these small tournaments. And they just go regionally and rob all these events. Oh, we know that. We got the uh, old boys division in Poland, too. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with old boys division. I want to know, I want to know, since we've got both of you there, what, what is Poland doing? What are you doing that, that, that is creating this, this group of players that you've got that just seem to be destroying everybody at the moment? It's just creating... I mean, we know... We've been saying for a while, when's it going to happen? When's one of the when's one of them going to win a world title? But it just seems, you know, with Victor, uh, with, with Victor's running the two Euro tours, and then going to the Las Vegas Open, and then you, it's almost like we expect at least one of your group to get to semi-finals, finals of every tournament. Mm -hmm. Now, is is there is there a special secret? Is your youth system so good? Is it something that 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 that, that your federation helps you with, or is it just a coincidence that you're all coming through around about the same time? Mm. 
Well, it's definitely not a coincidence. I mean, right now, statistically, there is a, always a good chance that a Polish guy will be forward in tournament because you have so many to pick from. Yeah, you have mo in most tournaments, we have like the biggest number of players. Yeah. So uh, right now, it can happen more, more and more often because we are all getting better too. But yeah, the, the question is, how did we get to that spot, right? And and that yeah. we are still progressing, we are still developing from what it seems like year to year. And uh, it's, well, we are just, you know, all very dedicated. We also like, we are a nice group of friends, so we talk a lot. And I think it helps to push one another to keep on uh, practicing, to keep on developing, to keep on uh, get to know the game better. And uh, obviously also the junior system is working, but I'm not sure if we are already the generation that uh, is already an effect of, of those changes. Actually, there are more guys appearing right now than they were... Well, it's also actually a tough call. There are just many players. Uh, there's definitely no like huge secrets. There, there is no like secret camp, uh, secret placement in Poland <laughs> where we just produce robots. Uh, uh, I think it's we just have pretty good attitude. We, we really want it, you know? It's important to us. And, and and we are we are a good group of friends that help each other out also motivate uh, it's also motivating when the victor is winning everything uh, it's motivating for me and uh, yeah it's probably also personally different for other players uh, I, I try to get inspired I try to like take all the good stuff from the guys I see and Polish guys are the guys I spend the most time with so I learn the most from them. So, so yeah, I think once you break some step, then it's like a, like a snowball effect, maybe in a good way. Of course. So here's the true yeah. question: Is it true? Is it, is it true, Victor? Are you all actually friends? All you Polish guys? <laughs> yeah, we are all friends. There's no <laughs> secret. Like we are all going together everywhere. So yeah, there's like you know, there's no tension between anyone. Uh, but what I would like to mention, it's like, uh, I think like in the past years, it was all about our heads that we couldn't like make through the quarterfinals or semifinals that we couldn't play our game. I don't know why, because like when it comes to the, some game, like we can beat anyone. But the problem was that we couldn't like do it in the later stages, like quarterfinals, last 16, something like that. When you see like... Euro tours from the like three years ago, four years ago, like last 32, like six, seven Polish guys, and quarterfinal maybe one, and semifinal none of them. So, I mean, that was a problem. Maybe like maybe it was somewhere in our heads that we couldn't like go through. But, but is it also like very surprising? I mean, we were going from the very bottom stages of tournaments and we were just slowly developing we were obviously getting better winning more and more matches but yeah you just there was a year when you were winning one tough match at a tournament then sometimes two it was like maybe a evolution rather than revolution uh but it was still happening and it's still happening so we just took another step and we're gonna we're, we'll try to take another ones it could have happened maybe three years ago two years ago it happened now, but is it is it such a huge difference in the prospect of a whole career of a pool player? 
I think, uh, well, yeah, there, and there, there is no secret. Just work and just constant development. So, so I, I have a question I'm dying to ask because I don't get a chance to talk to the top level players and so as often. Oh, what obviously, obviously, it takes a, a tremendous amount of desire and motivation. So my question is, there's let's just say that there's two kinds of energy. There's like positive energy, like enthusiasm and passion. And just, you know, kind of a competitive spirit, sportsmanlike spirit. And then there's like kind of a darker energy, like anger towards yourself, anger towards others, you know, that kind of thing. Can you get to the top level of pool with just positive energy? Or do you think that you have to have some kind of dark energy to motivate you as well? To Victor or to me? Both. Uh, you go ahead. Tough question. I mean, there's always some good and bad energy uh during the matches just uh, in my head but the point is that you just have to go through uh you just have to skip all the bad energies just don't take care just think positive i mean uh it's tough to like you know uh, skip all those uh, bad energies but you just need to focus on the table don't care because you will get angry like once like maybe when the tables roll off or whatever but uh, you just can't think about this and just like you know think positive just so try Victor, to... do, you, do you feel like you use a lot of anger to motivate yourself or do you think you use more like passion i mean yeah. sometimes anger helps me to be honest but uh positive thinking it's the key to win the matches tournaments uh yeah so the positive energy is the main point i believe what do you think Wojtek? well yeah this is a very interesting question because uh emotions and ma management is uh like a, to me it's a champion skill and this is what we all try to learn and it takes years uh, of self-analyzing and also uh making mistakes in, in the progress but uh, my opinion on that topic is that from this dark energy that you mentioned, you can uh, use it for a good outcome, but it's not necessary to do it this way. It's possible, but for me, it's actually emotionally draining in a way, and I don't want to go this way. Of course, there, are, there is anger appearing sometimes, but I rather get rid of it and achieve those goals the, the positive way. because. If, for example, you are stressed out and you miss a lot, you get angry and you get in this kind of fire mode when you just don't care and start start firing the balls and it goes your way. So it, this is basically turning the bad energy into playing well. But there are other ways to do it. I would prefer, for me, it's healthier and for me, uh, it's uh, just my, my way of maybe it suits my personality better. I prefer to accept that I'm not perfect, that I'm gonna miss always. And then just, you know, it feels better to do what you can, accept that I can lose a match. Uh, and then do what you can, do what you can uh, just, uh, if not win, then try to learn, try to make the most of the match. So turn it around in a way, explain it to yourself. This is what I do basically. And uh, this is just an example, but there is so many, there are so many situations that you can be in in a pool match, so many factors that it takes, this is to me experience, this that just takes a lot of time to uh, find similar situations and know how to act quickly for your favor. So, 
So when I like you, when to you prefer, find, create positive energy. Yeah. So when you when things come up that cause frustration and anger, sometimes you'll use it and you'll let go of it, but you're not looking to create it unnecessarily. Yeah. N n n yeah, and I'm. I can imagine a player or a situation when they are using it, but I don't do that. Mm. Uh, maybe I could try, but for me, this is not the way to go. Uh, <coughs> to me, it's a loss because this is not the path I, I choose for pool. Great. Thank you. Yeah, I've got a question for both you, of you, too. Uh, do either of you practice uh, with the wrong hand at all? Because you take players like, you know, who Johnny Mora is. He's been, he played right-handed all his life, turned to left, plays left-handed now, but in a game, he play, can play either hand just as well. I'm wondering if you've experimented with that, both of you, or tried the other hand? Uh, I can use uh, left hand, but just for some easy shots, like, you know, some just simple stop shot or whatever. But when it comes uh, to the, some uh, tougher shot, I'm using the rest because it's too risky uh, that I will miss the ball. So I just want to make sure that uh, I will make the ball and only that way I can play the left hand. Otherwise, no. But yeah, it's uh, quite useful also to uh, have ability to play with the left-handed because uh, playing with the rest for me, to be honest, it's uh, one of the hardest things in the pool. Just uh, when I get the rest, I just have one think in my mind just make the ball just i know i don't care about the position for the next ball i just want to make the ball because i'm i mean the uh playing with the rest it's my biggest weakness in the pool yeah the rest you mean the bridge that's what we call it here oh yeah the bridge uh, yeah for the rest no that's what it is They're, you're resting your cue on it so that makes almost makes more sense yeah also for me it's uh, uh a little bit um uh, I don't use the rest uh, often because uh, I'm tall, so I don't need to use it. Sure. Just maybe you use an extension probably instead. Yeah, also like uh, extensions are very useful these days. Uh, it's very good that uh, many Q companies uh, are pro providing players with the extensions. So yeah, it also helps a lot. But I know Wojtek also is quite good with the left hand. Okay, so you have practiced then, Wojtek, Mark. Uh, yeah, but first of all, I have to agree with Victor about the bridge thing. Whenever I play a shot in a tournament and I make the ball and make position, I talk, tell to myself, like, wow, you just played the shot of, of the tournament for yourself. Uh, so <laughs> I agree on that. Uh, but yeah, playing with left-handed, I actually play left-handed every practice. Every practice? Uh, okay. No, no. Normally, I play one rack every hour of practice. Oh, very, very interesting. Okay, so you so feel that's like about that. that's about five minutes of play every hour. Sure. Maybe every hour, every hour and a half. That's surprising because you're actually a pretty tall player too. Like you, I can break and run. Yeah, right-handed. I can, I can break and run playing left-handed. Yeah. I just mean, like, it, the left-handed shots would come up for Victor. I, I would feel a little bit more than you because you're a little bit taller, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not taller than Victor. He's taller, actually, I believe. Oh. He's really tall. They're both like eight feet tall. Yeah, you're both quite tall for pool players. <laughs> Nate, just, yeah, Nate that's, just thinks that's you're really tall because yeah. you're like a god to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that didn't take long. No. Yeah. What what you got? Uh, you got a question for him, Mike? No. Okay. Who who wins between uh, Team USA and Team Poland, boys? Moscone Cup style. I would bet on Poland, to be honest. I think I would. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So would I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might, to be honest, I you might think... be able to bet on Poland against the rest of Team Europe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, I'll, I, I'll tell you, um, Alex Laley, uh, when he took on the Moscone uh, captaincy for the first year, the first thing he did was get in touch with, uh, with Matchroom and request to have a practice match organized against Team Poland uh, because he felt that, that would be the, he felt that that would be the best preparation for his team. Nice. Um, but it, it didn't go ahead, but that was he considered that like the Americans had picked the Russians. He considered Poland to be the strongest team that he could get put together. So that, that tells you enough about you know how strong uh, the European captain thinks uh, the Polish guys are. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, you you guys are going to come up against each other so often in tournaments now. You know, you're all at such a high level. You know, you've got four guys round about the 800 Fargo. How do you? How do you? mentally you know being such good friends and supporting each other through the tournaments and traveling with each other all the time is it a bit strange playing against each other at, at now at these real tight moments in tournaments at the real important back end of the tournaments is that a little bit different now yeah it's sometimes a little heartbreaking it, it's tougher than it is to play uh, other guys of course but we are all professionals in, and it has already happened so many times that we just, I think we are smart enough to know that when we are at the table, we're going to fight hard. But it's never personal between us. So it's just easy to go with, I think. There will be one winner, one loser, but then there will be another tournaments. So this is the only healthy way to do this. I think, yeah, not to get personal. Yeah, if you're a professional, you just have to leave the friendship uh... Uh, just away for the mat for the time of the match and um, that's the point we just have to fight like i have i have to assume you'd much rather be playing victor at this point than uh, mario he Wojtek. Uh, <laughs> yeah how do you how do you notice we talked about that that i had some really tough battles against mario in the past I, I every time I you play him in almost every single one of the Euro tours, and it it's like it seems like everything you either lose hill hill or very very close to it. That's that's it's... true. Obviously, I've won a couple times in my life. Uh, statistics are on his side, I believe too. Uh, uh, yeah, but I don't mind that. I I'm not I'm not trying to mentally avoid him in the draw. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's actually interesting how, how it. It always surprises me. How the hell does strange thing happen uh, when I play you, Mario? And uh, <laughs> yeah, we, later on we have a laugh about it. I, there's no point to get like tilted for just the thought of playing him. Yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> so turn on my final match versus Mario then and learn how to win 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You should make a video for my birthday, like a tutorial. How to beat my pain in twenty minutes. <laughs> right, I gotta go back to I gotta go back to work, guys. I wanna congratulate both of you on your performances in Vegas. Absolutely fantastic. Delighted for both of you and uh, good luck in the UK. Good luck at Milton Keynes. And I'll see Thanks, both Jim. of you at the UK Open well, great in the next you. month, I guess. Thank All right, you, guys. Catch you later.
Yeah. 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 So I, I got I want to expand a, uh, upon something you guys had uh, said earlier, uh, where you guys were kind of like in the quarterfinals and then the semifinals was kind of like your cutoff. Um, I'm still seeing that out of the Polish players today, except for you two. Do you think all of Poland is kind of making a jump up, or do you think that you two are just kind of separated yourselves from the rest of Poland's uh, field? Victor, you can start. Hmm. I mean. I was just I just focusing on myself. I just wanna like play my game, become better of part. Uh, so, um, you know, I just wanna focus on become becoming better and better. Uh, Don't worry, Mieszko's not Mieszko's not watching. <laughs> I think he will not even understand. Maybe <laughs> he won't. <laughs> He'll just kind of smile and go. Yeah, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, mm, I forget even the question right now, to be honest. <laughs> if you feel you we think... separated from the rest of, yeah. uh, of, of a strong team. No, uh, I'm feeling good in the team. I mean, like, uh, I can't imagine, like, traveling alone. On the, in the most of the tournaments, it's also uh, important to have uh, good friends on the tournaments because, like, there's like better feeling. Uh, I mean, you are not feeling like you're alone. You always have some support. Uh, uh, but yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna play like you know my game, focus on my game, and that's my point. But also like supporting uh, each, each other is really important in that case yeah because also don't get me wrong it's not we are it's not like we are coaching one another we are just spending a lot of time together so we obviously talk a lot of pool and we uh just talk our matches through we just talk the way we feel so it just comes naturally but we are rooting for each other but we are not uh, responsible for each other's uh, careers and developments so uh I don't even consider oh. if I'm if we separated. That's yeah, that's nice. Oh, you got it from me, actually. Yeah, I'm too good for you. <laughs> you I love it. And uh, I don't even try to consider whether we separated uh, or not. Uh, yeah, just like Victor, just focusing on my own thing, and uh, I'm rooting for them. If they do good, that's great. But it's up to them, mostly. Demetrius, got a question? Well, I, I guess uh, on a similar note, you know, there's a lot of players that um, have a lot of a lot of game that look like their skill set might be as good as other players that are getting to the finals and winning. Is uh, you know, like maybe in the Fargo rate, like seven seventy, seven eighty, seven ninety. You know, is there? Are the, what do you think are the physical difference? Are there? Are is it all in your head? Is it just in the head, or do you think that there are things that you guys had to physically do to break through? Hmm, I'm not sure, to be honest, uh, because there are just so many players. It's hard to know everyone. Every one of them uh, skill set so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but uh, you, yeah, definitely. Uh, we know that almost every player that is around 800 Fargo or from 750 even, they can be in the zone and they can just literally stop missing balls. So then it's it's about how often you do that, how good you adjust, so how you prepare yourself. 
and how how you adjust to changing situation then and uh, this is mental stuff because mental stuff is not only running the last track at hill hill this is your whole preparation to the before the tournament to each match being being ready to and, me and what, do you, what do you do to prepare sorry uh, what do you do to prepare you talk about preparation oh uh, yeah well uh, there are I'm just using techniques. I try to learn techniques and I use them and there are many of them. And basically very good advice would be to find balance in your head. Not not too much of everything, not too much of uh of being uh hyped up, not too much of being uh, too tired, uh, not like never be too tired, like uh, not too calm, not like uh too excited. Just balance, and, uh, and then there are ways to achieve that, and probably they are different for each player. Um, yeah, I, I I like to go analytical, so I like to name those things, uh, but they will be different for for some players, and they many players just feel it rather than name it. Also, the very top pros do that; they just do it right, not really know, knowing how to name it. I think I, I like to learn learn it in a way. It's to study it, to study the game. This is just how I like to do it. Yeah. Victor, did you have a thought on that? I mean, when it comes to the mental, when I go to the table, I just want to have like some instinct of the killer. I mean, um, just want to go, like start the match uh, with a thought. I just need to kill someone. Uh, just don't <laughs> care. <laughs> the dark side. Yeah, exactly. I like it. <laughs> on the table, like it's. Well, yeah, Mike it's just paid your, attention for the first goal, time this just podcast. Take, just take all your chances. Don't care about some things like flukes, whatever, because it can distract your mind. Yeah, I mean, for me, like there are like as Wojtek said, many like players uh, from 750 who can just maybe run out the match without any mistake. So you just have to be focused. And uh, when you get your chance, just take it and don't care about some things like which you don't, uh, uh, which you just like, you know, you can't change that your uh, opponent fluked some ball. You just have to wait and don't care. Just forget it because it can just distract your mind, affect your game later that you will play just worse. Uh, so yeah, just for me, the mental side is uh, the most important thing in billiards, to be honest, right now. Yeah. Mike, what you got? I'm just curious how you guys stay hungry, man. You know, both of y'all coming off of big wins. I mean, I know, you know, world championship is great. Winning a big major like the Predator event's great. But how are you going to continue to stay sharp and stay hungry and keep that same killer instinct without getting complacent? Well, winning never gets boring. To be honest, <laughs> right. I mean, like, I like whatever I do, I always want to win, you know. Uh, so I will, I will be never like, I will never get bored uh, of winning tournaments. I believe. Uh, so yeah, it's just like you know, I have like instinct that I just want always win. It's always like achieve my goals. 
we'll see. There is still a lot of to win, like you know, a lot of major tournaments to win for me. So I will be motivated for the long time for sure. All right, here's a question for both of you. You two just made the Moscow Any Cup team this year. Who's your other three? Who's your other three teammates? Oh, good question. <laughs> so many to pick from. Mieszko, Konrad, and Dial. <laughs> <laughs> Way to walk the line, buddy. Yeah, good that's job. It. Yeah, he's a, he's smart. <laughs> maybe maybe we should say nobody for Poland. That way they'll it'll be. Oh, too late, too late. <laughs> well, if it's uh, if it's people from Poland, just remember that I am an honorary Polish player now. I got jersey to prove it. So if you Go need a to towel boy or like, a... and see if they let you in with that. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, if you need a water boy or like a towel, or somebody just to fetch a coffee or something like that, uh, just just let me know. I got you. Victor, what do you think? Who's your other three teammates? It can be, to be honest, uh, like 20 players and uh, we would still beat USA, I, I think. So, <laughs> really, I think mean, like in Europe, I'm, if I'm playing European, I'm much more afraid that I can lose uh, to the European because, I mean, like uh, they have much more skills, uh, much more vision. And pull from me. All right. So, honest. so how many how many Americans do you think you lose to? I mean, there are a few. I mean, there are like uh, five, six great uh, American players. But in Europe, you have like twenty or thirty uh, <laughs> players. Like uh, fifth uh, uh, pick uh, for the Moscone team in the USA. So, I mean, like in Europe, it's uh, much more difficult to get him because uh i guess you see like in the rankings or wherever there are uh, a lot of europeans uh before the uh, americans so that's the point for me do you do you guys have a preference between nine ball or ten ball or they're the same i mean like they're really like simple like Close similar games, there are just small differences that uh, you just need to call the 10 It's all about the same. Maybe like the biggest difference is the break in these games. But then they're like all the same, like safety shots, uh, maybe some different shots because like uh, in nine ball, sometimes you can play some two way shots, and in 10 ball, uh, uh, also, like, just there, simple. Like for me, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I really I enjoy. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I also have a preference, and then uh, Stanball is always so far with all the different formats. Stanball is always pretty similar, but with nine ball, it very much depends uh, what kind of break rules do you play. Those are completely different games. Then, uh, so uh, yeah, it, as Victor said. Uh, I don't have like my favorite set of rules. There are so many to adjust. You just prepare for the break shots that is there on the tournament. And if you're prepared well, then, then you have a chance in the tournament. Yeah, I think I really enjoyed watching with the triangle rack uh, playing 10 ball, where the break shot was a little bit more difficult. 
and had to be, you know, had to be played, you know, uh, without, you couldn't, it, it was a little bit more demanding. It was more of an athletic shot. There was, and there was a little bit harder to control, right? Don't you think? Did you guys, and I like, you know, I kind of liked the, the way that that affected the match between the triangle and the alternate the break. What are your thoughts? Uh, can I just leave it to Victor, uh, guys? I really have to hop off because oh. luggage have just arrived, and there is someone waiting to pick me up. So I gotta get going. But I'm so Thank happy you. that I could at least make it for half an hour and see you all, guys. This is always fun to connect. Maybe let's do it more often. I hope. Uh, Lucky to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank thanks you for much. the talk and greetings uh, for everyone. I'm waiting for you, my roommate. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. <It's> coming. <laughs> coming, honey. Just on the yep. way out. There you go. How's that? Sorry. How Once again, on the screen. On the screen. There you go. <laughs> How does it feel? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it will never stop feeling amazing. I wanted to greet everyone <laughs> listening and uh, keep keep fingers crossed for us. And uh, yeah, just thanks. Bye. Everybody, but Jim will be rooting for you. Jim's got to root for his horses. Yeah. Thank you. See you. See you, Nate. <laughs> thanks for having me. Bye. Take so Victor, Victor you do, uh, if, do you have to, if you have to Go play ahead. a ten ball match, would you prefer triangle or uh, template rack? I mean, triangle is. I mean, it's useless. I mean, who who plays triangle? I mean, only template. Uh, okay. Uh, it's much more better because the, then you have uh, uh, how to say it. Like uh, then the break is about the skill. Uh, of the break because you can uh, be consistent you know how the balls will spread after the break and when you rack the balls from the i mean i'm not uh, american or asian to know how to rack the balls properly because for them it uh, seems like they're racking from the template but for me it's like uh, it's not easy i don't know i think like i rack the balls properly and when i break it's like my God, what I wrecked for myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to rack the balls. I mean, it's tough for me. I don't know how how the uh, biggest names uh, on the pool stage are doing this, that they can rack uh, perfect the balls from the triangle. Uh, for 500 but... an hour, Corey will teach you. <laughs> he, he won't, actually. Trust me. That guy... You, you, he, it's like water out of a rock to try to get him to even. He, he just, he's gonna die with that. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to the template rack, uh, everyone has the same conditions. I mean, same rules. It's equality. Uh, yeah. yeah, same quality, exactly. So I would prefer for sure uh, template rack. Yeah, it's not equal when you stroke the stick. But the rack should be equal. <laughs> yeah. But guys, I, I would love to come back to the Moscow Cup topic. What do you yeah. think about uh, changing format from 5 versus 5 to 10 versus 10? I would love to see that. Like players from Europe versus players uh, from America. Oh, oh players. Okay, five you, realize if, you realize if we start getting down to 10 players, Demetrius and I start getting onto the radars players. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> I mean, because there is uh, like my my point. Like, if we you would like just get beat, beat five times worse. <laughs> like, That'd if you create Moscow Cup ten versus ten, then it's like would be like uh, 
totally different score than five versus five because uh, we have uh, much that's, more deeper. That's so a good point. Has, the good, that's a good point if you only have five people. <laughs> yeah, with five people, it, it creates, you know what's funny is as one-sided as it's been with five people, it's actually it creates the illusion that it's closer than it actually is because <laughs> you're right. If we went to 10 players or anything yeah. like that, it would, then the, the, truth, the truth comes out and it hurts. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, what's your motivation for asking that question? Do you want to see the U.S. get beat down even more? Yeah, we probably got a 40% chance of competing well the way it is. If it went to 10 people, it would go down to 20% chance. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you think about that? You send the, you send Team USA to get slaughtered going up 10 against 10. It wouldn't even be close. <laughs> Hell no. It you would know, not It would not be. It would not even be close. I think Rob I think Rob's being generous. Saying they got a forty percent chance at five on five. I don't. I, don't, I am I don't being a little generous there. Yes. Yeah. You're. Well, you're saw, probably gonna. They're probably gonna be three happen. to one on the money going into December as it is. You go and have them be ten deep. You know, it's not. You're gonna have ten fucking world champions on 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 Europe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you know, you're gonna have nothing but but just monsters from top to bottom. Team USA, you're gonna have the guy who won the oklahoma state bar table championships playing on it you know what i mean like it's not <laughs> it's, it's apples and oranges man i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that's a shot of shane <laughs> because i i like uh i don't want to offend like u.s players but i just wanna, <laughs> i mean like no we, offense we have but... thick skins we're used to I'm it sorry Vic. i'm sorry victor you made us do this all right, there he's gone. There we go. Now we can get. <laughs> he does that to everybody. <laughs> just don't take me wrong. I just want to like uh, make the point of the difference between the well, team USA and the team Europe. The game matters though because Victor playing nine ball with anyone, it's a flip. Anyone in anyone in the United States, including Shane and Sky, it's a coin flip. Now Victor playing ten ball with Shane. It's, I don't think it's I don't think it's a flip, especially with the template rack, because Shane's break is too massive. The game makes a really a really big difference, you know. And yeah, I think ten I just, ball evens it out a lot because I think Sky's a better ten ball player too. Sky's got a good a great ten ball break. It's underrated. Yeah, yeah but yeah, if you go really past a couple spots, you know, once you get past the top couple spots, once you get top stops. two, I like Wichter against any of any of the other Americans oh, in any sure, in sure any hopes. one of those games. So any one so of Victor, those games. What about I like Victor over Sky? What do you think is the difference between the U.S. players physically? Uh, of course, there's mental, uh, or, or you could talk about both. But what do you think is like when you watch the U.S. players play, do you see things about how they play that are like, yeah, that just doesn't work at the highest levels? Like what would you you're, – suppose you're training team, Amer uh, team U.S. and you've got a year or two to develop these players. What do you think they need to do? <sighs> Pray. I don't know because uh, – I don't know what's their routine of the work. Uh, I don't know how they work. Uh, so, but maybe it depends on their uh, diet. I mean, like in the US, uh, there's a lot like junk food, which I really don't like when I uh, go to the USA. It also can affect uh, your body, uh, which will uh, go to the, uh, I mean, your skill abilities. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know how many hours uh, Americans practice. 
uh, per week. Like there are a lot of uh, details which can uh, which can be like which can make difference in the game. So tough question, but uh, I'm not able to answer it properly. I think because it's not up to me. I don't know how, just how the Americans are working. But but when you play them, like what types of mistakes do the U.S. players make on the table? Like maybe you don't know, you know, what they have to do to train. But but when you play, you know, uh, the players that are, you know, Billy Thorpe or Tyler Steyer or, uh, you know, Chris Reinhold, like what what are the differences physically that you see? Do they just miss more? Are their patterns not as good? Like what do you think is stands out? I mean, I think uh, we are better in the safety game. I mean, kicking, uh, playing safeties because in US, uh, some games like bank pool is uh, really popular. So sometimes they are just going uh, for the bank instead of playing like some simple safety shots. Uh, that's what I see sometimes. So yeah, for me, I think the safety game could be crucial. Do you have any uh, three-cushion yeah. billiard experience, Victor? Three-cushion? Yes. Oh, I played maybe just a few times, but we don't have. We just have one table in Poland for the free cushion. So one table in the whole country. Yeah, one table for the whole country. Like uh, free cushion billiards, uh, it's not uh, popular in Poland. Okay, Rob, you've got a shot. Like we just <laughs> have, we just have one table because of the World Games, which uh, were held in the Wrocław and four or five years ago. That's the okay. only uh, point why we probably had, uh, but I'm not sure about this, but probably that was the point why we had uh, just one table for the free cushion. But in Poland, nobody plays this game. Okay. Well, now Rob wants to know if you need a roommate so that he can move over there and dominate the three cushion <laughs> team. Wait, I do have a question, a kind of an off the beat question. Is, is Mazgai a a common Polish name. Who? What? Mazgai. Mazgai. For a last Mazgai? name. Mazgai. I don't know. You don't know? You haven't heard it too much? Because I have a friend that goes to Poland every year to visit his family. That's from Poland. Maybe Moscow. Mo Moscow. Okay. Well, that could be how they pronounce it there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If it's him, I know him. He's uh, from the... Uh east part of the Poland, if I'm right. I, but I'm not sure if it's him okay. or not. Okay, so let's let's talk about, uh, you, obviously you're on here because, uh, well, you've been winning everything, but one of the things that you've won was the Diamond Las Vegas Open. So in the, I guess, in your trophy case at home, where do you rank this one uh, compared to the rest of your wins? Uh, I think maybe it's... Uh, already the biggest achievement of my career because it was the first world cup which i won and also with the circumstances circumstances which i had to face uh, makes it even like more special to me because as uh, you really you wanted know, your three thousand dollars back huh yeah it was <laughs> like like the night before uh this final day like uh, we got robbed in our room like so i was awake 
from the 5 a.m. Um, slept just four hours and then I had to battle for like 10 more hours. So it was like also like crazy thing for me. And I was shocked for all, all day what happened. Like, you know, I couldn't believe that it was like, you know, it wasn't the dream. Like it wasn't uh, like, uh, I, I mean, that I thought it was, it was like the nightmare, not a dream nightmare. I mean, well, I apologize for our country for us. For the yeah, shameful aspect of this, what happens here. Yeah. So yeah. I guess if, if any, if anybody doesn't know what happens, why don't you take us through actually what happened the night before the finals? Well, well sorry, sorry. Can you? Uh... Can Can you uh, just in case um, somebody who's listening doesn't know what actually happened, run us through what happened the night before. Yeah, I mean, um, it was five, like around five a.m., maybe five thirty. Don't even know exactly. And I woke up. Uh, I saw that Miashko turned on the light. Uh, I thought that he was searching for something. I don't know for what. But five minutes later, uh, the light was still turned on. And I decided to go to the toilet. And when I stood up from the bed, uh, he told me that Victor, you will not believe what just happened. And he told me that just uh, go uh, find your wallet. Uh, just uh, just look if you have like all most uh, important things like passport, wallets, and whatever. When I go to the toilet, I saw uh, both my wallets net next to the door, and they were both empty. And I asked Mieszko what happened, and he told me that uh, he woke up and saw two guys to the door. And when these uh, guys saw that Mieszko is also already awake, they just ran away to the exit doors, and that's it. And then we just uh, saw that uh, they brought uh, some pants, backpacks next to the door, and they just, I mean, stole all the like most by way things. Only like cash from me, some credit cards from Conrad, driver's license, also. And it's they a, took a driver's license. Yeah, Conrad's driver's license. That was the fun today. Conrad uh, told us that. Somebody tried to pay for the highway in the U United States uh, from his heart. So, it's, I mean, it's unreal for me because it happened like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, somebody tried to pay for a highway for tolls or I don't Sure. And coming back to the to the front desk uh, to make the statement, we made the statement, but the security didn't like they want to help that uh, like three k in cash is like normal and it, and uh, it's happening. Uh, 
every week every to call the police it's the same story they did. then we asked the hotel to refund at least our stay but they told us they can't refund uh, our stay unless the police will not uh, investigation so i mean bullshit what's going on there that uh, oh, our lives uh, were in danger and they are telling us that they can do anything they can't like uh give us any comms or wherever they just have to wait uh, the police and police uh, i don't know up to in days for starting the investigation so that's nuts so so Maybe the justification is we need to that's so sad we need to find out whether or not you get your money well, back as to whether or not we're going to do anything about it so if they so if if they give so if they get you let's just say theoretically you get your three thousand dollars back that's that's just like water under the bridge good enough that's that's the kind of uh justification you think you got from the hotel i don't know i don't know what to expect from them uh i even forgot to uh, Mieszko told us that he can recognize uh, these two guys oh. we asked uh, uh for the footage uh, but they told us they can't do it so then we also asked for the police the footage uh what happened that night and they told Mieszko that he can't go with them and we said why not like like Mieszko can go with them to recognize the guys which robbed us also like for me I can't like, understand what's the point of this that like they don't want to show uh, the video of the of that situation I mean it's kind of unreal you know what's the point of having cameras if you aren't going to use them for stuff like this I mean it's the bare minimum of what they have to do is keep their guests safe oh that's uh that's unfortunate so <laughs> I mean, I don't even know that uh, that I will. Uh, I'm ready. Uh, one guy to the Tony Robles who tried to uh, make. Oh, he froze up there. Yeah, we're starting to lose your connection. My connection? So I here, don't know. Victor? As oh, I told you. Okay, that's better. Yeah, that, that's better. Uh, as I told you, like servers could be overloaded due to the match. Sure. That's happening yep. right now, the stadium. So I guess. So I guess all in all, uh, given everything that happened, uh, I mean, it has to still be a positive experience, I guess. Uh, it, it sucks that it happened, but you, you still got to feel good about your performance being able to bounce back after something that happened like that, right? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to like you know to play my game. 
and decided to put uh, all my power to that day. Uh, I managed somehow to win, but after that, uh, I couldn't uh, sleep anymore well because uh, I was afraid that it can happen again. I mean, I didn't feel safe uh, at all in that hotel anymore. Uh, and also it affected my game and the world championships. Uh, probably I was already out of the power. Got quit, uh, quick exit from the tournament. But uh, I'm still happy that I managed to the, uh, win the Alpha Las Vegas Open, no, no matter uh, what happened later. Because relationships were for sure like disaster for me what are your feelings about the future coming back to this country and playing pool so sorry can you repeat what are your feelings about the future uh in relationship to coming back to the united states and playing in tournaments here after what's happened to you um i will come back for sure i mean uh it can happen everywhere but i'm just uh I'm just like, you know, uh, how to say it, um, I don't know. I can't believe it that it happened in like, you know, such a big hotel uh, in Rio. I mean, it's a really big hotel and like, I would never believe that it can happen in that hotel. It wasn't like, a, like, you know, some small hotel or some Airbnb where like these uh, things are, uh, can happen like you know more often but also like i will come back just like you know i just also like right now i'm thinking about this and still like you no know, nightmares are going back to me uh on this whole situation but i will go back for sure to the states because the future of pool is uh there so a lot of tournaments uh well that's good to hear over the years, so yeah, like if I wanna be the professional, I have to go to the USA a few times in a year. Yeah, it happens. It could, uh, it can even, it can even happen in Europe, but maybe uh, it's not the common as in the USA. I mean, because I heard a lot of stories that in the USA it's common thing that uh, thieves are going to the room and robbing uh, guys from wherever they had so yeah yeah i've heard that's a thing and it's unfortunate that that's happening yeah like uh, some guys some some guys even wrote on the facebook that it's mental in the us Uh, i don't know for me it's tough to believe well hopefully the people who are running the tournaments here in this country their eyes will be open now and from now on, it won't be the same. You won't get well, treated this, the same way. This has happened year after year after year at the Rio. And the people who hold their events there seem to not care. So as long as you anyway, keep showing uh, up, I, what does it matter? I couldn't believe that they don't have uh, the cameras uh, on the corridors, on the emergency stairs. I mean, like, hotel, like, you know, one of the biggest hotels in the Las Vegas, maybe not in Las Vegas, but it's still like, you know, one uh, really big hotel. Uh, and they don't have uh, 
move cameras and the corridors. So for me, that's the point, which I, which is like uh, quite suspicious because it looks like Definitely. it, yeah. it, it, it can seems be like there's something more to it because it can be even inside job, you know, because they didn't want to show us the videos. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it seems really unreal for everyone from the Poland what happened. I, I have just no words. It's tough to even explain for me what I'm feeling still. Uh, what was going through my mind is like, you know, unusual situation. Uh, but you just have to like go through it, uh, move forward, forget sure. about this because like, as I told well, you, I, yeah. I don't believe but, but... that I will get back anything from the hotel. No. So let's let's move on. I think that's a good. Let's look at the uh, the World Championships coming up this week. How are you feeling going into it? Uh, I'm hoping for a great result. But uh, just... what is a great result to you at this point in your career? I mean, <laughs> finishing in top four. That would be my goal right now. But um, it's not good to put pressure on, my, on myself. It's better to just to play my to play my game and see what happens. Because, like you know, uh, saying that uh, uh, third place is good and fifth place it's not. That's not good for yourself because you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you put yourself on the in the bad spot. I mean, like uh, you have more pressure to deal with it. Uh, it's not good for yourself. You just have to play your game and see what happens. Because sometimes you just it's out of your control what will happen during the game. Like last year, I was up uh, nine five, and uh, last sixty four, uh, I got the bad rack from the ref, and I didn't have the chance. So we just need to play your game and see what happens because it's winter break. It's one on the spot. So um, it's a tricky one. Well, I have a question about, about when you were upcoming, it's kind of two parts. Did you ever have a certain part of the game that was really, really difficult for you? You know, whether it was the break or whether it's, you know, shooting off the rail, was there ever one part of the game that really was difficult? And then the second part is, did you, you know, like, was there ever a time when you just felt like, you know, you wanted it, but you maybe, you know, did you ever struggle with belief like that you could get to the top level? And how did you deal with that? I mean, I got one, it was, I had one point in my career, like two or three years ago, which uh, when I see that uh, putting the balls, it's not everything in billiards. You know, that I need to improve myself in a safety game, uh, break, and wherever because like uh, putting the ball, making the balls is uh, quite easy today. Like everyone's making the balls, so you need to figure out uh, some things which can uh, give advantage or, uh, for you. Um, that's why I decided to to to, to focus on. Safety games, jump shots, breaking, uh, stuff like that. And uh, past in the last two, three years, 
and I think I can see uh, better results due to that that I changed something. Also, like yeah, I spending more time uh, practicing alone uh, because it's also better for me, as I noticed, like playing uh, alone than uh, just because like. Five years ago, I couldn't imagine like practicing alone. I just wanted to play with someone, no matter who. Uh, I just wanted to play with someone, and uh, it's also not good for you. You also have to spend time alone, practicing alone, to develop your skills, to improve did, yourself. And did you ever struggle with belief that you could do it, or did you always believe that you could get to the top, or did you ever have doubts? Uh, I believe that uh, that I'm able to become one of the best players in the world. I just need to spend uh, a lot of hours uh, working on it uh, to become better, you know. That's the point. You just have to work hard. You just need to create your own work ethic, your own rules, and follow them. Well, then, then one more for you on that note. If there was a 10-year-old that was starting to play you know, pool seriously, do you think that anybody with the right determination and work can become a great pool player? Or do you think that you have to have some type of talent you know, that's more than just determination and hours? For sure, you have to. Uh, like Terrence, it's also uh, part of the access. Uh, uh, the biggest... Uh, Part is of, for me is the work. Uh, you have to work hard to become because like no one like no matter uh, how talented you are, you can't win the world title uh, without uh, training hard. That's my point. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So, so uh, I guess going into the world championship, you said uh, you. You know, you kind of have a um, an outside goal of what you're aiming for, but really, what if you could all finishes aside? So you're not, um, you know, you whether you get first, or whether you get last. What are you trying to do in big events like this, uh, going into them, so that you could put yourself in the best situation to do your to play your best game? What are you doing coming into these biggest events of the year to make sure that you're ready for them? Not really, just practicing. Uh... Like for every tournament, my practice looks looks like the same. I mean, there is no like uh, special uh, time for me before World Championships or Euro Tour or some smaller events in Europe. I just want to be prepared uh, uh, for the old tournaments. I just want to have like the best shape of all the tournaments. I mean, like. Uh, if you're a professional, you what tournament you are playing, you just need to be uh, in the best shape uh, every time, trying to be in the best shape every time. So I'm just doing like all the things uh, as usual. I mean, I, I, I so, hope so you understand what I mean. I mean, I don't have some special uh, exercises before like the major tournaments. I just trying. So you're not doing a thousand push-ups a day? No. Is that what I'm hearing? You're not doing a thousand push-ups a day? 
it now it also depends uh, of my schedule with the university because I'm still studying. So sometimes I have to do some work for university to make sure I will uh, I will still um, be able to not study. Out. What? Well, what's your major study? What's your subject major? Uh, geodesy and cartography. Things with uh, you know what I mean. I don't know if I pronounce it well. Yeah, maps, right? Cartography. Yeah, cartography. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, is that easier for you since you map out all your runouts? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the geography. Uh, I like uh, things like that. So I also want to study because it's interesting for me. Uh, but uh, yeah. also, like you know, it helps. Uh, I think a lot because uh, you are getting used to doing something. You just uh, need to work every time, so it also uh, go. It also it's like in pole. Like uh, I mean, like if you work at school, then you are used to work and uh, the beer at table. You know. Sure, you take what you got in practice, take it to the table at the tournament. Yeah. You just take that same mindset, you take the same stroke, take it with you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like Is that. there anything that you've, if you were to, like, when you look back, obviously it's all worked out very, very well for you and you're still, you're still just getting started. But looking back at when you got into pool and how you started and how you played and how you practiced, is there anything that you look back and if you could tell your younger self, you know, to do it differently? Is there anything that you think you would do differently if you had to start over? Lock the door. Well, I think it's, uh, the, it's the question to my because uh, uh, she put uh, the money for my tournament, so uh, it's tough to um, see right now. Uh, I will change something in the past because it wasn't uh, uh, that were, were made for, uh, by my mom, so it's up to her. Uh, maybe nice. Way of that she uh, a lot of the time because like you know I was the kid so go to the tournaments and I didn't money to uh, have some training lessons from so, so it's a question it's up to uh, your family or partner oh nice well what about this one what if you were looking at you know, many, many young pool players. What would you look for to try to figure out which one of them was going to make it to the top? Like, do you, what would you look for to see who's going to be the next champion? We may have lost him. Uh-oh. His, uh, his connection. That's a tough right question, now. Jimmy. Yeah, I like to mix it up. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good, it's a good question. Tough one, though. All right. Don't let, don't so, let Rob be carried away. It was average at best. Juice, I was cut off for the moment. I couldn't hear you. Uh, I, I was the, I was saying if you if you were to look at like uh, a lot of up and coming players that were you know 10, 12, 13, if you had to try to look and figure out who you think would be the next top player, 
what would you look at? Would it be their attitude, how much they practiced, or how often they competed? Like, what would you look at to try to figure out who would be the next world champion? Yeah, their attitude, uh, work ethic, uh, their mental part of the game, their head, uh, how they're uh, behaving at the table. Uh, it's quite important, but also like um, their technique. I mean, like, you just need to see if uh, someone have good stroke or not. And also uh, his involvement to the game. If he really wants to play the game or, or someone, or maybe he is just taking it for fun, not like, you know, serious. Uh, so that's the details which you have to look on, look at, sorry. Thank you. Sure. Well, I think um, I think we've kept you around for uh, for long enough, Victor. And I and you got to get back to um, I guess doing nothing in your hotel room. I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah, gonna... I'm I'm already quite tired because I woke up at four thirty a.m. to get here to London. So yeah, you, uh, but yeah, and you just had some of that uh, that sweet American fast food uh, transplanted to London. What'd you get for lunch? Um, slice of pizza and some uh, fruits oh that's boring you're supposed to get the kfc the nice greasy chicken yeah, I will. Uh, wait 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 i will go soon <laughs> i'm getting hungry <laughs> i was i was talking with uh, victor earlier and i think uh, we're gonna have to we might have to end up sponsoring you with the podcast so that you can afford to eat when you come to the u.s you eat yeah, too much I mean, uh, as i meant as i told you like uh where whenever I go to the US, I'm losing the weight because uh, the food is there is so expensive. So if I had to feed myself, I would like lose all my money to feed myself there. Well, be before we go, I want to say, uh, Victor, first of all, uh, really, really, uh, even though it was terrible what you went through and what you're going through, I'm glad you spoke about it because I know that I will be much more careful at hotels when I stay there uh, than I have been, and I'm sure many people listening. So so because you're speaking up, you're gonna help a whole lot of other people. And so we appreciate that. Uh, I look forward to the next tournament where I get to see you and I'll, I'll say hi, it'll be nice to, to see you in person. And then uh, I really just wanna congratulate you on the on a great win in a very difficult situation. Uh, it's very, very difficult. And I know you've worked super hard for a long time and I'm just, I'm really excited at how your year has been going. Yeah, thank you very much. Also, thank you to Nate that I couldn't be here. Really appreciate it. I like being here. And also, I hope that you, you all understand me uh, because I guess like my English didn't work out perfect tonight. Uh, your English is an 820 Fargo. Yeah, 20 Fargo. It's by far better than Nate's. Yeah, you spoke. No, you spoke. I mean, spoke. sometimes. Uh, sometimes I'm just uh, like thinking about one word, and I like I'm just mad on myself that I forget one simple word, like you know, easy word. And it's making me crazy. You spoke way gooder than uh, Rob. Yeah, but I even I have a I'm struggling with Polish, so my grammar is always like, the worst thing. I mean, grammar is for me the worst thing in English because in Poland you have like. 100 tenses like like you know 20 
30 future tenses, like 50 past tenses, and I don't know how to match some of them. Oh, to the so English. Just as bad as Spanish, all the future and past, and the I mean, gender-specific like words and all that stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, English is quite simple language because you have like just a couple of past or future tenses, and in Poland, like you have like a lot. And sometimes I don't know uh, how to match the tenses to like how to translate the Polish uh, tense to the English tense because yeah. like in like one past tense in English equals like 10 past tenses in Polish. So oh. it's quite <laughs> for me. Yeah, really. It's not joke. Oh, that's tricky. That's like Rob. Rob, you know this one? You 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 like this kind of thing, right? You know the one where the, the past, the present, and the future all walk into a bar? It got tense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I would really like to do a shout out to the Polish people for what they help they're uh, giving the Ukrainian people. And speaking of the language, I just watched a special yesterday on the uh, Polish teachers in Poland teaching these Ukrainian children how to speak Polish. And, and they're doing that. They're doing it a lot all over the country. And uh, so I have to personally applaud that. And, and we're, I'm proud of the Poland as a country for what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, like I heard it's quite tough for me to believe that Ukrainian uh, kids are going to the Polish schools, but because it's tough, like I, as I heard, like uh, kids are talking in the um, Ukrainian and teachers can uh, understand what they're uh, talking to them. Uh, it's really tough situation right now. And, uh, we have some somehow to go through and hope that uh, it will. Well, your country's thing. doing a great job and a great thing. Yeah, thank you. Well, I guess with that, um, Demetrius is at 1% battery life, so we got to give this guy a break. And Victor, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I hope, I hope that we're going to get you on, that uh, we're going to get you on next week again. Uh, once you become the reigning world nine ball champion, how does that sound? <laughs> Jeez, I hope I will. I will do my best. We'll be watching. Great, thank you very all much right. for all of you guys. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Thank all you, right. thank you all. I enjoyed the time. Really, thank you very much, all. Yep. Thanks, thank man. you everybody for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back next week. See y'all next week. Yeah.